podcast. Yes, it's your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. So I'm excited, okay? So here's here's the deal. And you're probably like, okay, what? Like, are you turning into Joe Biden? And it's like, no, or maybe I am. So here's the deal, okay? I'm a super excited, but let, 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 me, let me get this out of the way. Thank everybody for all of the birthday wishes. I appreciate y'all. There was a couple people who gave me some gifts. I appreciate y'all, okay? I appreciate y'all for the gifts. I appreciate you for the happy birthday wishes. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for shouting a sister out on her birthday. I had so much love. I felt so good. I didn't do anything. I didn't go nowhere. I told y'all I wasn't going nowhere. I want to be here for another birthday. So I want to give a big shout out to everybody for giving me a birthday shout out. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for the birthday wishes. I appreciate that. Shout out to the birthday girl. Shout me all the way the hell out. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Thank y'all. And I want to also give a big shout out to Miss Karen L. From the Say It Loud podcast. She is also the CMO and one of the executives of Maps Media. Her birthday is on Monday. Shout her out. She is one of the dopest people I know. Make sure you stream Say It Loud podcast. One of the dopest, dopest pods out there so make you sure you go stream it for her birthday send her a cash app okay matter of fact send me one too okay least winnie you can find me least winnie it ain't hard it's not hard you can cash at me i will never stop your cash app baby i will never if you want me to send it to you i will send it okay uh, just let me know just let me know what you need what you need all right i will let you can cash at me all right I, it's not inappropriate at all okay not at all so shout her out happy birthday miss karen Happy birthday all the way from Mass Media. Happy birthday from Lee's Winnie. Happy birthday. Make sure you celebrate. A Libra Scorpio connection is one of the most fierce teams ever. So we're going to rock this shit with the wheels off. So I want y'all to know that it's coming. And shout out, shout out to the Panamanians. Shout out to the Panamanians. I didn't even know y'all was listening. I thought it was just U.S. and Canada. Okay. I mean, it was a couple people over there. A couple little dots of people over there in Europe and stuff like that. But shout out to the Panamanians. Didn't know y'all rocked with a sister like that. Shout y'all out. Appreciate y'all from a thousand. Okay. We made it all the way to the number two in the whole Panama and entertainment news. Y'all really was liking that Bria Cherie interview. Appreciate y'all. Okay. And we even made it on y'all news chart. I don't even do news. I don't even do real news. But Crash, appreciate y'all, okay? I want y'all to know, hey, we, I'm gonna rock with y'all. Panamanians, okay? I'm gonna go down there, whatever, whatever. We gonna rock. One, you know, when COVID over, maybe I might go to Panama, all right? I'm gonna just rock with y'all because I appreciate y'all, all right? For y'all rocking with me. I, don't, I was like, okay, okay. I was so happy. Like, I, I, I don't even, I don't even speak Spanish. And because I, I was looking on the list and it was nothing but Spanish words. And I was like, okay, okay. So I appreciate y'all so much. Shout out y'all. I love y'all. Mwah, 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 mwah. So keep listening. We appreciate y'all over here. And shout out to Alex Sutton Sharp for, for the people of people host. He did an amazing job. I was there. We had a panel of people, some Trump's people. We had some Biden people. We had a libertarian. We had a progressive in there. We had somebody that supported fucking Kanye. Okay. We had a whole birthday party supporter. All right. You can't even find them. So we exclusive over here. All right. We, we like, we like. We like some some Jordans that y'all didn't ain't even seen yet, okay? We we like some leopard skin Jordans over here mixed with some Yeezys. That's what we are. We are we are we are we are a whole unicorn out to Sun Gun, okay? 
So shout everybody out who's on that panel. We learned so much. If you've not had a chance to watch it, make sure you go to Maps Media online and on YouTube or on Facebook so you can watch that panel. Learned so much. There will be another one. Shout out to Alex. He's going to be doing it again this upcoming Thursdays with the Libertarians because I, I, I'm learning. All right, because I've like with libertarian, like I didn't know, I I didn't know all, like I know what a libertarian is, but we don't get the full gamut. We usually get the wonkies. Okay, those are the ones that come out the woodwork. We're like, woo, you a law, you a law, shaky. I I don't know about you, but when you talk to some of the normal people, you start to get policy and you understand why they support what they support and who they are, and they have all different perspectives. So I'm I'm excited to talk to. And here, well, I won't be talking because I won't be on the screen, okay? But I'm excited to hear about this upcoming podcast. So shout out to Alex. Make sure you go and download for the people of people as well. Okay, do that, do that, do that. Do yes. That. WRDR, shout out to Miss Bria Sheree for being on the show. We appreciate you. Make sure you stream her music. I've been streaming her music all week, pretty much since I heard the song, because it's reminiscent of Aaliyah. I love Aaliyah. If you've listened to this podcast, you know Aaliyah is my favorite singer. Of course, Beyonce is in the mix. But Aaliyah is one of my favorite singers of all time. So I fucks with Aaliyah heavy, so I fucks with Miss Brea, because that song reminds me so much of who are you so make sure you go and you stream her music it's it's a really good song it reminds me of 90s r&b and that was my like i was a kid but you know you listen to music that you listen to when you was a fucking kid and and i love it and it reminds me of that old school hip-hop that we don't not hip-hop but r&b that we don't often hear that's what it reminds me of so shout out to wrdr we are in a partnership with them they are sponsoring uh this this brand new segment on millennials anonymous i didn't even know i did music Okay, I didn't even know. So now, now I know. All right, all right. So we got to do that. So let's get to these top 10 trending topics of the week because you know what kind of girl I am. So I got to give y'all this news because the people in Panama want to hear it. All right. So let me give you this top 10 trending topics of the week. Turn that shit up. Turn that shit up. Turn that shit up. Turn that shit up. All right, let's get to these top 10 trending topics of the week so we're gonna start this off with mr waka flocka flame and you're like woo woo wait 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 what waka flocka do so waka flocka so waka said that he is all for trump he is putting on his make america great again hat and he said yes baby i am he he can do it for no hands for me because he said that he's for trump all right, he said, I'm going all in for Trump. I don't know. I think after Ice Cube came out, he just felt like, hey, I got to go for Trump. And he says that he's in full support of Trump for the financial reasons. And that's why he wants to vote for Trump. Now, we can't hate on people for supporting who they support. But Mr. Waka listen, Waka. I, I, he's had some questionable moments. We're not going to sit here and lie. He's had some questionable moments. I, I don't know which show he's on. Is What is he on? Loving Hip Hop? Hollywood loving hip hop somewhere in the US okay he is loving hip hop US alright and he said some questionable things in the past just about relationships and just in general I think he was on marriage boot camp and it was some questionable stuff that he was said on there so it's not I'm not really sad about losing a man who named himself Waka Flocka Flame alright from from our voting poll I'm, I'm not I don't know about you but I'm not if you walking and flocking that's fine. You can go over to the Trump side, right? That sounds like you might 
be that might be for you but we can't get mad at people for voting in their own best interest because clearly there's a financial reason that he wants to vote for trump and i can't really knock it and speaking of trump we did get our final debate of grumpier old men part three which was a pretty much a flop it was a flop it did not go it was not watched very much it didn't do well like the, the last film it wasn't tremendous okay it was not tremendous and no one really watched it like i said i know i didn't need to watch this to figure out who i'm going to vote for we were not going to learn anything new from this but what analysts were saying is that this was kind of a normal debate it, it, it seemed more normal which is a win for trump and i guess his trumpy people and his base to see him sort of because the bar has always been so low like you couldn't slide a piece of paper under that limbo bar that's how low we have set the bar for donald trump but for his people this probably was a win i suppose because he was somewhat normal uh, which is we never thought that that would be a standard for a president that he's somewhat normal like he, he could behave himself somewhat but we did learn that according to people like Bill Maher, they said that the, the fear of the mute button stopped Trump from being Trump uh, or Trumpy. So uh, maybe this is the solution to all of our problems. Maybe to stop him from tweeting or saying dumb shit, maybe we just need to create a mute button and follow his ass around. So, you know, like Staples had that back in the day, that easy button and click, click. Remember that little click, click? And you have people would have it in the little dumbass commercials and shit. We need to recreate that. Okay, make it a mute button and follow his ass around so that it, when he think he about to act up, like, mm -mm, drink, mm -mm, you ain't about to act up, you ain't about to act, get this act up sauce. No, no, no. You just put your finger over there. Like, look. Like, click. That movie with Adam Sandler, we should follow his ass around. I mean, telling you, I think this is the solution that we've been looking for. Just come on. I think we got something because he was outside. Listen. When I tell you him and Melania standing outside at a whole Halloween bash, not a mask in sight. Like he is literally the dude that don't like to wear condoms and wonder why he keep having kids and venereal diseases. Like it just, I just, I don't understand. Like, please explain to me, like you at a whole, that's the whole point of Halloween is wear a mask. That's the whole point of Halloween. You could have wore a mask of Jason. You could have had a mask of your own face. You could have, you could have did whatever. You could have even wore a regular mask to say that this is just for Halloween. You could have, you could have said that you was making fun of Joe Biden. Like I didn't. You could have wore a mask, and you and Melania made it upon yourself to stand out there with no protection at all. Like just y'all just out here raw dog in this air, and we can't have that. This is this is getting out of hand. Like you y'all, it, it it. I don't know. Like I I don't. I'm not even shocked anymore. I I don't know what to say anymore because this, this is out of hand and speaking of being out of hand miss wendy williams the queen of talk radio black talk radio is alleged and this is alleged these allegedly alleged i have no proof of this this is just kind of what's been circulating around the blogs miss wendy williams allegedly is sexually harassing her male staff members so apparently she's throwing her pussy in people's faces okay and people don't like it they, they don't like it at all they just, just they don't like it and uh, allegedly she fired dj booth and people are saying it was because she had put a pussy in his face and she was she was kind of pleasuring herself in front of dj booth and he didn't like it and allegedly 
she must have they some saying that she paid some people off and for whatever reason she didn't pay him as much and blah, 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 blah. I don't know how true this is because like I said this came from the blogs this is not verified but he did get let go so DJ Booth is no longer on the Wendy Williams show so I don't know what happened there in the breakdown of because he was really good I actually like DJ Booth on her show I've not watched Wendy Williams show in a while but I've heard a lot of people who are concerned uh, DJ Booth did say that that it's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scene and there are a lot of other victims he said um, that are afraid to come out from losing their job but people are concerned about Wendy Williams and it's a lot of stuff going on that we don't know about so a lot of you know people who have watched the show said that she's been like off topic she's been mispronouncing words which is unlike Wendy Williams like I do this shit all the time but that's unlike Wendy Williams she's she's usually very good at, at pronouncing word announcing like she's very good at that but she's been very off I, I think that she rushed back because she didn't want to lose her show this in my opinion I think Wendy Williams probably should take some time off but listen Wendy I, I shout shout you out I pay homage to you I know you are one of the, the OGs in this game I, I appreciate what you've done for us so I talk come come you I join your show whatever you need all right just let me know call me you can find me you can find me I trust 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 I now listen if you out here sexually harassing your your staff though the same thing that happens to men should happen to her it is not okay for it to be a woman because if people don't want to see that all right people don't and they're not going around like i want to see the wendy williams i've never heard anybody say that they wanted to see wendy williams vagina ever so i'm pretty sure that that was a very scary moment for those men so i'm just saying if this is true she also needs to be sat down all the way down you know what i mean like all the way down but if y'all got an opening over here you know that would be if you want to call me you know i could do it whatever you need i'm just saying i'm just saying I, i'm cheap I, I ain't gonna ask you for a whole bunch of money all right i'm not gonna ask you for a whole bunch of money i'm just saying and speaking of ti is back in the news as well Yes, T.I. and the snowman are actually going to be facing off. We are going to get a versus. Now, T.I. originally turned down Buster Rhymes. He said he was not in his era, which I think it was more so about the fact that Buster Rhymes got bangers. I think this was very Mayweather of T.I. He picked his, his fights, his battle, you know, very meticulously. I'm not going to hate on that, but it was very meticulous. Now, I think Jeezy has some, some better songs. I think Jeezy is a better lyricist. But I will say that T.I. has more mainstream music. So I think that T.I. pulls this one out because he just has that more upbeat trap music that people can twerk to, people can bump with. And I think more people are going to know T.I. music. So I think this will be a win for Tip okay tip tip hooray i think this is a win for tip but we'll see what happens and this will happen in november so i believe it's on november the 19th we will get this battle and speaking of somebody else that i would love to meet besides wendy williams it is mike tyson and mike tyson actually he schooled boosie little badass has was so little badass quiet like I, i've never seen little boosie that quiet he was so quiet in this interview that it was this interview was quite short because most of the hot boxing because this was on mike tyson's podcast hot boxing are usually almost two hours this was 45 minutes now i don't know if it's because boosie didn't have shit to say i, I don't know if it's because boosie got tired what, whatever the case may be this was a very short one but he was dropping so many gems and he actually did get little boosie to apologize to Dwayne Wade about misgendering his daughter Zaya. So this is a, a big step towards 
positivity for Lil Boosie. And the funniest part about it is I don't think Mike Tyson brought up the hypocrisy in him talking about how he raising Dwayne Wade is raising his kids when we ain't talking about how Boosie raising his. Okay, with you know having women prostitutes come and, and supposedly was having oral sex or something like that with his his thirteen or twelve year old son or nephew, like that's not cool. We can't have that either. So I, I don't think Mike Tyson brought that up, and I think that that probably would have been something to bring up and and explain to me why does he always have white shit in the side of his mouth? Somebody explain that to me. What? What? I, I could not watch it because I was, I was like, "Oh, um, why is he foaming at the mouth?" I'm not sure, but somebody please tell him to wipe his mouth off. Please, please, please. And Mike Tyson did also bring up the fact that he asked him, "Was he gay?" And he didn't. Well, Lucy, he outright denied it. So we, I, I you know, I, I don't know, but this was an interesting one. Make sure you shout out and go back and watch Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. That's, it's a great podcast, by the way. I just want to say, I was watching the one with Noriega. I watched that one before. I watched the little Boosie one. Noriega's energy is everything. It's more, like, I wish I could drink his energy. Like, he just has that type of energy. Like, I've watched Drink Chance, but to see him on somebody else's platform and still have that energy, it was, like, refreshing. I was like, oh, how does he have this much energy? Like, I would watch anything he does. Like, I, I get it now. I'm all sold. I, I get it. I know why Jay-Z sent him them drinks. Like, he's very very charming i get it i i like it all right you know and his teeth the top set it's very 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 good i so i'm, I'm very good good dentist i'm just saying good orthodontist or dentist or whatever is going on up there because that that was that was amazing it's just it's very nice just saying and mr deandre hopkins he is a player on the arizona cardinals actually is in trouble for flipping off a group of Trump supporters and people are outraged because of course he plays in the NFL these are the average NFL person to watch it just so happens to be older white conservative males so they are outraged by this now listen DeAndre you knew that you was gonna make the news baby you knew you wasn't gonna get away with that shit in Arizona like if you was in New York you was in California you was in Baltimore you could get away with that shit but in Arizona, you knew they was going to come after you, honey bunches. Like, why you do that, baby? Just let them people, like, stop. Just let them people, if they want to stand around and make each other sick, let natural selection happen. Just let, them, let, it, let it go. Let that happen. Y'all stop that. Just stop it. Just stop it and just let it be. I'm just saying, just let them people be them people by them people. And speaking of just letting people be, Offset got detained again. So he was in California. It looks like he may have been with Cardi B's cousin who did have a weapon on him. So he actually did get arrested, but but Offset did not. Originally, some reports were coming out to say he got arrested. He did not. He got detained and they let him go. Now, he was on IG Live when he got detained. So again, I guess this is another viral moment for Offset and Cardi B. But listen, Offset, you just got your wife back. Skirt, skirt, okay? You just did that. Good for you, all right? But we need for you to go sit down. Sit home, all right, baby? Sit home with your baby. Sit home with your other baby and sit in the house. Because apparently, every time you go outside, you get detained by an officer. I, I'm not sure what's going on with you, but we need you to sit in the house. We just, we need you to sit 
sit all the way down. All right, baby? We need you to sit all the way down. And speaking of Offset, shout out to I Marquise. He did a song. I can see this going viral on TikTok. The song is going suck, suck something. He wants to suck something, which was a video that Offset put on IG again. Another viral IG moment for Offset and Cardi B. Where he was asking people to tell Cardi B to tell her to suck something. Now, listen, Offset, you just got back home. All right, she just forgave you. She ain't, she don't got such shit. You do, sir. That's on you. Damn. You need she just let you back in there. She don't got to do that. All right, you still working your way back in her good graces. All right, so you don't don't be on there doing that. All right, I need for all the men to know if the women let you back in the house, the first thing you do when you get back there is don't ask us to suck something. All right, that's not what you'll do. You you gotta work your way up to that. Okay, you work your way up to you know partial you you get a hug then the hug turns into a maybe some 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 penetration play okay then you know maybe we might put our face near the ball area and then maybe after a while we'll get to the shaft part and then you'll get that but not right away you got to work your way back up to the good graces i'm just saying don't be asking that men don't follow in his footsteps because that's not what's happening and speaking of what's not happening halloween According to the CDC, going trick-or-treating, the traditional way of trick-or-treating, is not safe. No, they say it's high risk. Too many people touching the candies. Now, listen, I never, I like going from door to door when I was a kid. I did it with my kids. But I think as time goes on, people don't really do Halloween anymore. People don't really give out candy anymore. Like, this is something I think now we just need to do Halloween parties. Well, you can't do one this year, at least not in my goddamn house, okay? Maybe next year, maybe 2022, you know, I'll do a big Halloween bash for you, big costume party, okay? And we'll just have you, everybody can come. You pan, the Panamanians, everybody, everybody can come. But for now, um, y'all better stay y'all asses in the house, which I've seen too many of y'all big grown asses talking about costume party. I like a good costume. You see, you see, I got like a good costume. But what I'm not about to do is get sick because you want to dress up like Spider-Man. All right, I'm not doing that because you want to dress up like Spider-Man or you want to dress up like Catwoman, whatever the fuck you want to dress up as. Baby, send me a picture, okay? Put that shit on Instagram. Put that shit everywhere you need to on social media, like some red hot. But don't be in people's faces because you want to live out a childhood fantasy, all right? Don't do that. We're not doing that. So make sure y'all stay your asses in the house and be safe over there with them kids, okay? And the most popular Halloween costumes of 2020 are no surprise. It is the fly on Mike Spence's head, the Tiger King, anybody from the Tiger King, and girls from the 2000s. I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently that's the new costume. So those are the top costumes they're saying for the 2020. So we will see a lot of those. So this has been your top 10 trending topics of the week. Let's get into these topics of the day. So it's going to be a little bit of noise in the background, but we're going to try to sing it in the background. Make sure that it, it's as minimal as possible. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about a couple of topics. And one of the topics that I wanted to discuss was about the Red Table Talk. So I've not watched the Red Table Talk since the whole, you know, what's this, that, what is that boy's name? August Alsina debacle that happened on the red table with with jada with the red table talk or whatever and i i just so happened to because I, 
hey, they grown. I'm not going to speak on their marriage. Will came back out and did a whole thing. So he wasn't crying or whatever. So I was like, you know what? I don't really give a damn because that's their relationship. And she's grown. He's grown. The other dude is grown. Everybody grown. So whatever. So I, I just haven't been watching it. I don't know what it was, but I just haven't been watching it. I think it was on hiatus anyway. But I just so happened to watch the one about consent. And it was funny to me that we're having these conversations in 2020. And it was also funny to me at how, how different people view this. So they, they had rumor Willis on, um, of course they had, uh, Willow and the, and the grandmother at Gammy. That's what they call her or Gam. I don't know what her real name is. Cause I'm pretty sure she got one and it's not Gam. And then of course Jada was there. And then they also invited in, uh, it's an athlete, a former athlete that he used to play, play for the Detroit lions. I cannot think of his name right now. And, um, Amber Rose. So Amber Rose was there. And I think that of all the people in the panel, for some reason, I connected with what she said the most. I think she really has a different perspective on this consent thing. And I think it's because she worked in the adult entertainment industry and consent in an adult entertainment industry, it means everything really, because you're giving people access to your intimate sides of yourself that you wouldn't show others, but not giving them access to you. And so I think that's why she has so much perspective on this matter. So I think her opinions on this was were so valid. And I think that they did a really good job adding her in on this panel. But one of the things that when I say consent, like with what they explained, I'm not talking about rape. So we're talking about a lot of these situations that are more ambiguous. There's not really a defined line between this was, even though I, well, I'm not going to say that because I think there are some situations where there are, but one of the situations that they were talking about are, are like relationships. So if you're in a relationship, a monogamous relationship, and do you, is there a need for consent every, each and every time? Are there instances where the person can just do? Because like we've seen with a lot of comedians and, and we've seen people say that, there was that's like a running joke like you wake up and trying to have sex with you while you are asleep if you're married to them or whatever and we've heard a couple jokes like that and i've heard people say stuff like that the poking in the middle of the night you know stuff like that now when it comes to because if you are a stranger of course that would be something that's totally different but if you're in a relationship where does the line go with consent is there a need for implicit consent each and every time you have sex? Or is there a, a little bit of a blurred line? And is there room for spontaneity in it? And how does that look? So they were talking about that. And then they were also talking about instances where women didn't want to, but they didn't say no. It's interesting to me to see how many people are on the opposing end to this because I believe that there should be consent each and every time something like this happens. I think that there should be more communication. And that's one of the things that I think Amber Rose brought up. I think the, one of the biggest issues in just in general is the fact that there's not enough communication, which we talked about last week 
when we talked about sex drive and whether or not people should be able to step outside the relationship. I think this this also falls into that realm of if you have open communication and dialogue, there's not going to be this blurred line. You're going to be able to have these conversations in a way where it's not robotic because I know a lot of people were concerned that it takes away the spontaneity of it. It takes away um, from the I feel like, you know, this is not sexy anymore because I can't just throw you up against a wall like they do in the movies and you're so enthralled with it and that's where I think a lot of people get fucked up because they follow what they think the movie should be or what they see on a porn or whatever and I was like and y'all gotta realize that this shit is not real so in order for you to truly have an engaging sexual relationship with somebody that you uh, has given you some levels of access to you is to have communication so if you don't have an open communication about what you like and what you don't like you're gonna be having like uh, Ruma Willis said like when she had an encounter she realized that the person was having sex with her but she wasn't having sex with the person and you're gonna have a lot of that where you have one person that is not enjoying this at all and the, I think one of the biggest issues because they kept saying well men should know that a woman is not into it and and they should not but I think a lot of guys don't care I think as long as they're getting what they want out of this that's all that matters I don't think they really care whether or not, you know, the the woman and some men, not all, the, the woman is is enjoying it. As long as they like, I got mine. I don't know about you. Like, I, I think that is very pervasive in men's minds, where it's heterosexual men, men's minds, where it's like, I don't really give a damn about your. If you don't get off, that's fine. I don't care like that's I hey I got what I came for I sold it too bad for you so sorry and that's where we're at now do I think that there are times where people can use this against somebody of course but those times are more few far in between most women don't go around trying to set a dude up which the guy who was there on the panel said that he spent most of his life thinking and people being taught that a woman is going to try to set you up. A woman is going to try to get you. Very few women. There's. I'm not going to say there's no women out there like that. Because some, there's some Charlie Flynn ass women out there. But most women. That's not the goal. Like most women are not trying to go around being a victim. Or trying to accuse somebody of rape. But I think that we are. Well sex to me. Is mental. Like, I hear a lot of guys say, well, women get attached. No, 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 they don't necessarily have to. Sex is mental for all of us, men and women alike. Uh, so it starts in your head because at the end of the day, we all have the same organs. And some people are better skilled at it because sex is a skill. It's not something you are born known, knowing how to do. You, you, Of course, you can do it. But to be good at it you have to learn the human body you have to have this these conversations you have to have open dialogue you you it, it's a skill you acquire this skill of, of repertoire you understand about new positions and new toys and do this and do that because you learn it it be it's a skill so if you don't understand that if you can make this better and that that is in fact the skill that means that a lot of the really the emotions that come into sex it, it starts in the mind 
And men are more visual, I will say, that they're more visual. And I think that a lot of men, is if, as long as you are ambitious and a go-getter, the sex is amazing to them. Like, as long, they don't give a damn. As long as you're happy that they're coming in your eyes. They don't give a damn. Like, you could scave it several times as long as you're very enthusiastic. Like, but I think we do need to have these conversations. I, I think that there's a lot of women who have been put in situations that they don't want to be in those situations and we just kind of allow it and we let it slide because we don't want to put that label on somebody that we care about all right so um let's get into this let's talk about uh, black celebrities and how us poor people look to black celebrities to save us and i get it so since the mid 90s or something like that we've been looking for leaders we've been saying we don't really have any true leaders anymore like um, a martin luther king or a medgar evers and there's been a gap there's been a void anytime you have a movement you do need somebody that is is the mouthpiece or the sh strategy you know helping you to formulate strategy so that you're all on the same page there's a you know movements are, are like math problems there's a couple of different ways that you could probably get the same answer but there's a usually a better way a more strategic way and when you have like minds and you align together you're more likely to get shit done and so that's kind of where we are so when it comes to black celebrities really helping us and being that person for us, I think that we need to take a look at the whys. So we've seen it recently, the whys, we, we think some black celebrities should be our savior or saving grace, because I think it has more to do with the fact that we see them as better than us than we actually see them as people that can actually help us. So here's what I mean. So when it comes to people like 50 Cent, there was a big uproar and a big stink about 50 Cent saying that he's going to support Donald Trump because he doesn't care. Donald Trump doesn't care about black people and he doesn't he can't deal with the Biden tax cuts. Now, let's break this shit down. All right. First of all, 50 Cent has been telling y'all for a minute that he don't really fuck with poor black people. 50 Cent doesn't really care if the person is white, yellow, green, or orange. Literally orange. He just cares about money. So if you can make money with him, he don't give a damn what color of your skin you are. Which in, it's not really a, a bad thing for him to want to work with people. Right? But when it comes to the black community thinking he is supposed to be one of us and he's supposed to help us because 50 Cent is usually very vocal about stuff, you cannot be surprised that a black celebrity would not be talking in your best interest. And this is why when, when the whole Ice Cube thing came out, a lot of people were really gung-ho. He's going to be the speaking person for us. He's going to be a leader. He's got a plan. And I was like, he has a plan. Great. But how is he paying for this? Because one of the things you're not going to ever see Ice Cube do is say that I think they should raise taxes. That's never going to happen. And I'm not talking about taxes on the middle class and the working class. I'm talking about taxes on the rich. You would never see him say we sh you should raise taxes on me. He's not going to say that. Because he doesn't want that. He, he just got his money like 20, 30 years ago. 
So he's not going to want to lose that money to help you get more money. Like he's he's going to try to sell you this dream that everybody can make it. And if you don't know how capitalism works, I'm telling you, baby, you, we all can't make it in capitalism. Somebody's got to be at the bottom. That's how capitalism works. It wasn't necessarily designed to be that way, but that's how it works. That's how it, people are able to thrive. And that's why the wealth gap in this country besides racism of course has gotten systemically bigger and it just keeps growing so when i said that about ice cube i was like well how is he paying for this and he's not going to go against his own best interests so he can't help us is basically what i said like he can't because the only way he helps us as a rich man is to hurt himself most people can't do that we can't do that. Even if you ask us as working class people, if you fit in that or, or middle class person, you're not going to necessarily want to hurt your taxes to help the next man. There's very few people in this world who are, are like just hard people where they're just like very, they will sacrifice themselves for the next man. There's very few people who are willing to do that. And I think it's unfair that we put that pressure and stress on other people when we're not willing to do it ourselves now would it be nice because they can technically afford to do it absolutely i would love to see somebody like a like a, a, a tyler perry or oprah who would come out and say hey tax me all you want I, you know i have all of this money and we really need to, to close this wealth gap because I understand how capitalism works. Once you've been at the top like Oprah for as long as Oprah has. And I'm not saying Oprah didn't work her ass off to get there. She did. But you also have to understand that once she's there because she got there. It's very hard to look back down once you already made it to the top. And when you see people donate money. And this is how capitalism works. They donate money to charities because they get a tax break. Because it is cheaper to donate money to charities than it is to actually pay your fucking taxes. Otherwise, it wouldn't make any goddamn sense. You get a tax incentive to donate to charities because otherwise people wouldn't do it at all. They, they, they would not do it. If you did not give rich people tax breaks... They wouldn't do it. But when you give them tax breaks, therefore they don't pay taxes. Therefore, somebody else has to pay taxes. Therefore, it's the middle and working class. It's it's all a cycle. And this is why when, when you get mad at 50 Cent, you have to look back at yourself. Why do you want 50 Cent or somebody like 50 Cent to be your talking piece? Why do you want him to be your savior? He didn't told y'all back in January or whenever he was on Young Money Radio this year that he don't like black women. Y'all was on board then. But he told you then that he didn't like black women. And sidebar to a sidebar. When somebody tells you that they don't like an entire race of women. It is not a preference. Because I heard a lot of black black women and black men are like. It's a preference. A lot of black women said they don't like black women either. And they started saying I like Asian women. All Asian women is docile. And all Asian women are not docile. All white women are not pushovers. Like that. that's false. Like that is a fantasy that you made up in your fucking head. It's not true. But if you dislike a whole race of people, that is not a preference. Whether you say, I don't like dark skinned people. I don't like fat people. I don't like, not a preference. It's bias. So I need you to know the difference between the two. Because you can't say that I don't like all of this person. I don't like all of that person. I don't like all of this person. When you've not seen all of those people. It is going to be very hard for you to say that I don't like 
dark-skinned women or I don't like black women when you've not seen all the black women. How can you make that? You can't. Now, there are all things that we are attracted to, yes, but you cannot discredit somebody all, a whole race of people. You discredited a whole race of people, including your own mother. Like we, we, we're not, we, we can't do that. That's, that's, that is not a preference. That is a bias because clearly there's something there or a reason why you feel that way. And there have been study after study after study after study after study after study that will prove why that especially a lot of darker complexion people feel that way about other dark complexion people. There's actually something there. It's psychological more than it is a preference. But anyway, we've got to stop that. Because just because you have stuff and you have money and you made it, because there is a level of, yes, you work your ass off, but there is a level of luck in being very, very wealthy. A lot of people don't talk about that, but there is a level, an element of luck that plays into it. Or you could say bless, a blessing or, you know, a chance. There's a level of chance in it because there's a lot of great people that never get discovered. There's a lot of great people that never make it to the NBA. There's a lot of great people that don't get to the NFL. This is just kind of how it is. There is a level of luck. Yes, you need to work hard, but there is a level of chance involved. So you have to understand once you make it and you get all of this wealth and you get all these accolades and you get all this money, you're not going to, you become disconnected. You become disconnected what's going on into the community. So I think it's unfair for us to want or to require a celebrity to be something that they, that we would not. Because if you sit in that seat, you probably would change your mind. Do I think that they should? Absolutely. I think that if you have money, you should do it. But I think that we get into issues as that regular or average American is when we think that they will. Because they won't. A lot of them look down at us. I, I was watching another podcast and they just so happened to be talking about a woman that was very attractive and they were saying that she hit the, the Jean jackpot lottery. It was the No Jumper podcast with Amber Rose on it. And she was talking, he was talking to her about she hit the genetic jackpot and her son, you know, won't be upset that she's a stripper when he gets older because, you know, he have this big house and all of this stuff. And he was like, you know, you could have not have had the genetics you had and you could have ended up with his father being like a bus driver. And I was like, see, that's a problem. You know, and I get what he was saying, but implicitly it's a problem. Because basically what he's saying is that a bus driver is less than the rapper that Amber Rose is married to. That's a true. There's no one that's better than the next person. And that bus driver probably is one of the people that pay for that OnlyFans, which therefore paid for that house. And we start to do that. And you expect those very same celebrities that look down on you for having not having what they have after you are their consumer to save you and it doesn't matter the race it really doesn't matter the race black celebrities alike are very much the same and not all of them but there's a lot of them that are so 
I think what we what we need to do if we want to move forward is not pick people based on what they have in their bank account. We cannot pick people based on oh they did really good in Bad Boys too. Like no, we we can't. That's not what we doing. We can't pick leaders like that. That's dumb. Like we need to start pushing people to the forefront that actually have solid ideas and not just some random idea they came up with to go viral, but an actual feasible plan that they've already started to work on. Something that they've already started to implement and they just need other people to come in on this venture. That is what we need to look at. That is who we need to back. That is who we need to push to the forefront. But when it comes to figuring out who you should vote for and who you shouldn't or what policies are good or bad, you shouldn't really be looking at anybody but you. So when it comes to what's best for your family and what's best for you, you need to do the research. You need to figure out who these candidates are. You need to figure out what this party is about. You need to figure out what your community needs and what you need in order to make your life better. Not following behind people because like I said, they're not going to go against their own best interests. We, we can't even ask them to do that. If they want to, that'd be great. That would be very nice. But we can't ask them to do that. Just when you understand how capitalism works, you will understand why that is not possible in the way that it is. And that's why I think that we really do need to reform capitalism in this country. We need some type of financial reform that makes it more fair. I'm not necessarily talking about full socialism, but we need something that is going to help make it more fair. Because as this wealth gap gets bigger, you will see people less and less finding differences in between the poor people. And you will find that they will more and more start to look to the wealthy. And then that's when you start to have a problem. When you look over there in those other countries that have had issues, the biggest issues usually start to surround that Okay, I'm saying that this money at the top, it ain't really getting to us. Like, what the fuck is going on here? That's what starts to happen. So, with that being said, don't get mad at people. Because you can't. But make sure that you are informed about you. That's all I can say. So, there's still a lot of stuff going on in this world. And um, the issues in the world are never going to go away. They're just not. But if you've been watching the news, you've seen the issues that have been going on in Nigeria and with SARS, which is they, it's like a I don't remember the acronym, but they're like a police unit in in uh, Nigeria and they're very corrupt. You know, they were supposed to stop violent crime there in Nigeria. And then the unit itself has become very corrupt. Uh, they've taken money. They beat people up. They've killed people. They it, it's not a good thing. And when it comes to why they're doing it because you know in america we see the policing issue in america as a race issue you know it's a black white issue it's because there's white cops and they're killing black people and a lot of people this is a very unpopular opinion that i have about this matter because i think that when we first started looking at the policing issue in this country i think we should have handled it a little differently as far as bringing it to the forefront and here's what i mean police police kill over a thousand people a year you can go to mappingpoliceviolence.org to check this out 
they they break it down for you they break down who gets killed they break down if they had weapons they break down where they break down the police departments that have killed more people they break down the hot spots they break down they break down it all it's a very good website for information but police kill over a thousand people in this country a year and most of them are unarmed now Black people get killed by the police at a disproportionate rate based on the amount of black people in this country. We're not going to overlook that either. But I think that the way that we approached it should have been different. So what happened is that we initially approached it or immediately approached this as a race issue. And then what happened was then it became polarized. Instead of people looking at ways to fix policing and to fix the police force, because there's clearly a problem with police force, the people that get killed by the police more than anyone else, black, white, or otherwise, are people with mental health issues. They get killed by the police at much higher rates because the police doesn't know how to handle it. They're not trained to handle it. That's not, they did not train. They don't know how to handle it. And my, a lot of them are not even, don't necessarily have, I'm not saying that they're dumb, but they don't, normal people, just like me and you, we don't have the capacity to, if we see somebody who is having a mental health crisis, to handle it. So imagine you're giving this to an officer that already has other things on their plate. They're, they're definitely not going to have the capacity, mental capacity to know how to handle this. Okay. And I think that when we st made it a polarized issue right away, people initially tried to find reasons to downplay it. Initially, they, they, I mean, off the bat, not initially, but off the bat, as soon as you make it an issue where it's a you versus them and us versus them, it's like, I, I don't want to hear this. I, I'm done. And in as much as we want to go live in a city state inside of America, meaning black people, I don't really see it happening. So we needed to get other people involved in this issue. Because like a lot of people said, this is not a us issue. This is a them issue. So in order for them to fix the them issue, they have to be engaged and involved in the issue. And I think it should have been brought to the forefront as a policing issue to say, look, cops are not just as just like when I watched the Dave Chappelle when he was on David Letterman. It's not it should have been cops don't just kill black people. They kill a lot of white people. And they kill a nice amount of unarmed white people. As of a matter of fact, they kill a lot of y'all, more of y'all unarmed than armed. And I think those were things that should have been pushed to the forefront because in changing policing, it would have helped. It would have automatically been a win for black people to get rid of things like the chokehold. Because had we done this back with Mike Brown and all of the, the first uh, people who were killed by police, we would have been able to save people like George Floyd. We could have gotten rid of the chokehold. We, we could have banned the chokehold. We could have made other rules for police police officers where maybe instead of the taxpayers paying for them to the family in restitution, they would pay the family in restitution. We could have tried to get things like this on the books, which initially or would have saved a lot of the people, not everybody, but it would have saved a lot of the people who got killed by police. But we initially made it a very polarized issue. And I think once we push it to the forefront as a policing issue, then it should have been brought to it as, okay, look at these numbers. This is alarming. 
Look at how many of black people the police are killing as opposed to white people. Now we also have a race issue that we need to address. Now that we've gotten this stuff off the books to change it and getting rid of chokeholds and getting rid of this and getting rid of that. Now let's work on this bias issue. Let's start getting some, some, some sensitivity training in it. Let's start getting some of these police officers in these communities outside of uniform. Let's start hiring people who live in these communities. Let's start changing the trust issues that they have in these communities that they police. Then I think we would have gotten a little bit further, but I think that because a lot of that happens, it tends to polarize. And I think in looking at what's going on in Nigeria, I think it does start to change the perception of, of course, the, a lot of the issues that Nigeria has started from, of course, the slave trade with, you know, the British coming in and it slowly started to eat away at the country because a lot of people, Africa is a very rich country in resources. It, it, it The soil there is just like the motherland, literally. It, it has so much, it has oil and diamonds and it, it's such a very wealthy country in that sense of course they have poor countries in africa because everybody has pretty much pillaged the country the continent of africa because of all of its resources but it is such a wealthy soil and wealth of people and knowledge and diversity and i think when you look at what's going on in nigeria it does make you think a little bit differently about the issue of our policing issues because the police that are there are nigerian and they're all black really and so you see that you have black people that are attacking and hurting other black people and i think that we need to start looking at this what is called the lucifer effect that sometimes good people do bad shit because the issue that I think in this country and in their country boils down to, again, money and power. If you give people power, this tends to happen where they start to look down at other people. They start to look at people differently. And if you've not had a chance to like read and go back and see exactly what the Lucifer effect is, it was a psychologist that did an experiment back in Stanford. Um, it was a Stanford prison experience back experiment back in 1971. Um, Professor Zimbardo, and it was an experiment where they they took. Uh, you know, a couple of students and they made them prisoners and they took a couple of students and they made them guards within days. These, these are normal, like mind you, these are students. Like, they're not really prisoners. They're not really guards. And within days, a culture had arose in the people who were playing guards of this air of su superiority. And they started to abuse the, the other students who were playing prisoners. They started to abuse them and do really bad things to them. They were, they were not giving them food to eat and they were beating them. And they were, it, it, these are just students. And it wasn't really a race element involved because everybody in the experiment was white, but for, for the most part was, was white. It was just a level of, I have this era of power. It changed the students so much. So they had to, this, this is, you can't, you couldn't do this. They had to stop the experiment. Literally took good people 
who were just normal average people they put them in a position of power and it changed what they were willing to do i think that is a lot of the issue that we miss in this this uh country is a lot of the issues that are going on yes racism exists it does it exists it's pervasive but a lot of the issues we see are about power i think especially when you start to look at things like law enforcement in the military and you start to see people that do that because again there's this air of superiority there's this air of power and once you give people power and people don't know how to handle it it starts to interpret it as these people are less than it doesn't matter what demographic you're in but once you give this person that air of superiority they start to believe it I think we need to look at a way to fix that and figure out exactly how do we fix a system and sitting in Nigeria of people that you put people in these positions and it tends to corrupt the apple. Like you, you put a good apple in the batch and it starts to spoil. I do think that we do need to look at how we the hiring process in the police department. I think that that's something that we really need to look at. But I think we also need to look at who we hire. I think there should be more focus on that. Yes, they do like all these interviews and he talks to a psychologist and it, but I don't think that that's that's truly enough because we know that innately most people are good, but we're also human. And so when you're given these opportunities, you're probably more likely to do bad things. It's not an excuse, but it is something that we should look at. It doesn't excuse behavior. No, just because you've been given a level of power, you should not abuse that power. But I think it it is at least a conversation to be had about how do we, knowing what we know, how do we add in these elements of fixing a system that clearly is broken so it's more than just fixing racism because you see it time and time again if you put like people they start to find other reasons to dislike and discriminate on other people so we need to look at the human element of how do we fix that how do we fix that culture of of anonymous podcast yes this is your girl Lise Winnie and I appreciate you to listen to me today Uh, it was a heavier topic it was a heavier day today if you disagree with me I want to hear it I want to hear it if you disagree with me please let me know uh I listen listen I love difference I love people with different opinions and different perspectives from me. Matter of fact, I'll have you on. If you want to come and challenge my thoughts and viewpoints, I will have you on the platform. I appreciate you. I love you. Okay. I love you. I love you. So make sure you reach out. So you can go to www.millennials.us and you can go on, I believe it's on the About Us. Yeah, I think it's on the About Us page. And you can request to be on. And we will we will be glad to get back to you and let you know what we can get you on the, the platform. We appreciate all different voices and perspectives. So anytime you want to challenge me on any type of viewpoints or thoughts, I appreciate you. And I also want you guys to watch on Thursday for the people of the people with Alex Sutton Sharp. He will be talking to the Libertarian and getting all of their different viewpoints. 
So that will be cool. So make sure you're tuned in on Thursday at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time so that you can plug and play for that. And that one will be a good one to look at. Shout out to WRDR, which is one of our sponsors uh, for the music segments on artists. So if you are a local artist and you are not, you are independent local artist and you want to get onto WRDR, make sure you go out to them to WRDR.com, I believe it is. And download the app in the app store and you can contact them directly. And I also want to, again, give a big happy birthday to Miss Karen L. I hope she enjoys her birthday. Make sure you guys are safe on Halloween. This will be the last time I see you before then. So make sure that you guys remain safe. Don't be doing no dumb shit, okay? You don't need to do no dumb shit. Just just stay safe, stay stay safe, okay? All right. And... We will be back again. And if you have not done so already, make sure you follow Maps Media on Instagram. And it's just the the Maps Media on Instagram. And it's just Maps Media on Facebook. So make sure you go and you subscribe to Maps Media so you can see all of the different things that we have coming through. We have a couple of different documentaries and specials and shows and podcasts that are coming to Mass Media. So make sure you do that. And we appreciate you listening. Again, we love you guys. Come back anytime. Stay safe out there. Wear a mask. Don't be out here raw dog in this air. All right? So thank you so much. Come back again. Bye.